Hello and welcome to Get Into Flow, the podcast all about shifting your mindset to get out of your own way, get unstuck, and start living a life you can look back on with no regrets. I will empower you to take action to start inspiring change, and it starts right now. Thank you so much for joining. So happy to have you here with me. Sit tight and let's dive into today's topic together. I cannot believe that we've reached the end of season one. Thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart for following, for supporting, for listening. Because hey, 22 episodes, who would have thought on episode one that we would be here And I'm so grateful for you all. So on today's season finale episode, I wanted to give you something to take with you in the upcoming weeks before we come back for season two. So I want to talk about three ways to find balance in your life because balance is a popular topic. We're all looking for it, but we don't know how to get it. Most of us are trying to balance work, family, relationships, a social life, uh, me time. There's so much on our plates that it's hard to just find time to do everything. So if you feel like you're being pulled in different directions, like you're chasing after time, like you can never have enough time, the days just fly by and you feel like you're not productive because you're just running around or you have a to-do list that never gets done because you don't have enough time, then you will love today's episode because I want to share with you a few things that help me find balance in my life. And knowing that I was the person who loved to run around and I would pack my schedule in a day to get the most done until I could no longer do anything and realized that I needed to find a a healthy balance in my life to be able to be more present and do everything at 100%. Because maybe you felt this too, but when we take on too much, we end up doing everything only like 60-65% at the capacity that we're able to because there's just too much and we spread ourselves too thin versus doing less things but at 100% of your energy, of your capacity. So let's get to that. And even if you think of that scenario in a workplace, great if you're the type of worker who can pile it on, give me all of the tasks. But if you don't have time to complete them and you only do them at 70%, 65%, how do you think your boss is going to feel about that? versus being able to say, hey, I can't take on 10 things to do, but give me five and I'll complete them and I'll do them well. That is one example of being able to balance and be honorable of your energy and your time. And it not only benefits you, but it benefits your coworkers, your boss and the company in the long run. So see how We want to do well and we want to take on more and be the pleaser and say, yes, I'll do it. But we're actually doing such a major disservice to ourselves, to the company, to everyone around us because we're unable to really complete everything or complete it at the capacity that we're able to or give all of our time and energy. We're selling ourselves short. So today I really want to unpack three ways that help me to find balance and hopefully you will find value in them as well. Number one is setting healthy boundaries, learning to say no. So in that example of the work scenario, saying no, I cannot take on 10 tasks 
but let me know which five are priority and I will complete those. Learning to say no not only benefits you and honors and values your time and the abilities that you have and what you can do in, let's say, a day's work, but it then tells others, I am able to do these five things well, and I won't disappoint you by saying yes to 10 and only delivering on two or three or delivering 10, but half-assed. So setting healthy boundaries is a great way to already start practicing balance in your life. Another example is being mindful and considerate of your own time. So if you know that you're a busy person and you're back to back in your day, but someone calls you and says, hey, Sabrina, I really need your help. Can you do this for me? I already have no time. I'm running from one place to the next, but I'm going to try to squeeze you in because I don't want to disappoint you. But then what happens? I get stuck in traffic and then I'm not able to show up at all because I'm going to be late for my next event if I actually come and help you. So by me trying to do the good thing and being there for you, uh, my intention is good, but because I'm not honoring my own time and I try to do too much with the little time that I have, I end up disappointing you in the end. So setting healthy boundaries is saying, I am aware of the time that I have in my day. I am aware of what I can actually accomplish in this day, considering travel time, considering what I have on my plate already, considering the energy that I have too. Because sometimes it's not only about the time, like the physical time, but also the amount of energy that you have. If you had a crazy busy day at work and you know you have your kids waiting for you at home and your friend calls you or someone calls you and says, hey, let's work on something or let's do a passion project or I need to vent and just like, I need you to hold space for me. You need to be aware of, do I have enough energy to give, to be there for that person? And sometimes balancing that energy is, you know what, I am so drained today, I don't have the space or I don't have the ability, but you know what, maybe tomorrow let's have a quick call and we can work through whatever you need. So again, those boundaries, being aware of your time and your energy so that you can make the most of yourself, of what you can give. So sometimes saying no, we think it's a bad thing, but it actually benefits everyone in the long run. This can also be true for fun events. It doesn't have to be something that you feel maybe is a burden on you at some times. Here's an example where I am someone who, as we've established, I like to pack my day. And I still do that. I say yes to four events in a day and they're back to back to back and I go from one to the next because I want to make the most out of it, especially now it's summertime, there are things happening, I want to be in all the events. I want to have fun. I don't want to experience FOMO. I just want to be there. I want to be living and and getting the most out of life. Also because we were not able to do this for so long and we were stripped of our freedom and our ability to have events and to be in social gatherings. So now I feel like myself and a lot of other people are trying to just make the most of it and be at all the events. But here's what happens when I personally try to be at all of the events. In my one day of four events, by event number three, I'm exhausted and I feel like I am losing myself and my energy. 
And so that's when I tell myself I need to find balance in my day. Four events is way too much, especially when it involves driving all over the city from one event to the other. Once in a while, okay, but this is the second, maybe third weekend in a row that I was trying to accomplish this. So by event number three, end of event number three, as I geared myself up to go to event number four, I was freaking drained. And I also realized that I was not going to be the best company because I couldn't contribute any conversation. I was drained. And so for me, balance was important for myself, for my energy. So I had to say no. I had to say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Yes, there's the fear of disappointment. Maybe I would I let some people down. But at the end of the day, I needed to choose me for my own well-being. So missing out on even a fun event is sometimes what we have to sacrifice for our own personal health and well-being. Because I knew if I would have gone to that event, I would have been exhausted even more than I already was. And it would have taken me days to recover. And then I would have not been able to get through the rest of my tasks for the rest of the next few days. Number two is being aware of your priorities. Often balancing our lifestyle, the balancing act itself, can just be helped by knowing what is most important in your day. Again, a work situation is a great example. You have 10 things on your to-do list, three of them are time sensitive, and the others you can do at a later date, but still they need to get done pretty quick. So just knowing how to prioritize your time and your energy helps you balance and see what needs to be done now and what can wait a little bit longer so that you don't feel as overwhelmed having to complete them all within the hour, for example. So your priorities and knowing what is most important, not only urgent and time sensitive, but what is going to take the most out of you in terms of energy, that needs to be done first so that you have the energy to complete it and then you can move on with the smaller tasks. Often what we do is we do the smaller tasks first because we want to get them out of the way. But my boss at the agency had a quote on his desk and I'll never forget that he heard from somewhere, eat the frog. Basically what that's telling us is do the hard thing first. Get the most difficult, most um, energetic draining thing out of the way first early when you arrive so that you no longer have to think about it you get it done you get it moved on and then you can actually devote your time and balance the rest of your day with the rest of your tasks knowing your priorities also involves knowing what is most important to you in your life so if we look at our lifestyle balance as a whole, not only a work scenario, but you have your job, you have your relationship, you have your children, you have your free time, you have your social life, all of these different things are part of your overall lifestyle. If for you, the most important thing is your family, you need to make that a priority and all of your decisions based on time-sensitive things will need to revolve around is my family put first so even if it's do i stay late for work there's a overtime situation happening there's an event out with my friends for drinks there is uh, a yoga class but i only have time to do one of them choosing which one that will be 
is based on your priorities. What is most important to you? Is it being home with your kids before they go to bed? Is it having quality time with your friends because your relationships and your friendships are important to you? Knowing your priorities will help you to determine what it is you can do and what you have to say no to to be able to realistically do what you need to do in a day. And number three, how to balance your life or how to find balance in your life is to make time for yourself. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. Wait, Sabrina, we're talking about a lack of time. I can't even balance everything in my life. And now you want me to find time for me? What do you mean? But yes, this is where the priorities come into play. You need to carve out time for you. You need to treat yourself as a priority, your own self-care. I talk about it a lot. You need to refill your cup before you can give to others. You need to make sure your cup is full. You need to make sure that you are energetically charged. You have the most energy for you so that you can go and accomplish everything else that you have to do in your life. And the way to do that is to make sure you make time for yourself. We talk about me time a lot, self-care, self-care Sunday or whatever day for that matter. But it's important because you need to be making sure you're taking care of yourself before giving back. So what that looks like is taking some alone time, going for a walk, being out in nature, doing a yoga class, journaling, meditating, taking a time out from life just to be with you and yourself, to be quiet, to be reflective. So many different ways to self-care, but please do something because what that helps you with is to remove that feeling of overwhelm and to actually with clarity see the big picture of your tasks in your life and help you balance accordingly. So when we're in it, we feel overwhelmed, we're not able to see the light, we're not able to make decisions or even say no because we're just too stuck in our head. We have tunnel vision, we only see what's in front of us and we can't zoom out and see the big picture. Making time for yourself allows you to take a break, to pause, to then recharge and reflect. So when you come back, you actually have clarity to be able to set those priorities and in turn set those healthy boundaries. So making time for yourself has so many benefits, but it definitely contributes to balancing your overall lifestyle. The key is to not try to change everything all at once, but to make small adjustments over time to then determine what works best for you. So I invite you to choose to start with one of the three suggestions on how to balance your lifestyle and make small actions towards that goal on a daily basis to then see if it works for you. And if it doesn't, that's okay. You tried and you can try another way. So the idea here is to really just be open to exploring the possibilities to help yourself balance your lifestyle in your best interest. Yes, we all have a lot going on. Yes, that's not going to change. We have busy lifestyles, but you don't have to feel overwhelmed. You can actually be someone who has a balanced life. You just need to know what are your priorities, what boundaries do you need to set, what can you say no to, and make sure to get some me time in there to recharge your own batteries. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you received everything you needed from today's episode. I hope you are inspired to take the small little steps to create change that will bring you a more balanced life. This is our last episode of season one. Thank you again for your continued support for your encouragement i truly am grateful for each and every one of you for listening for keeping me here for inspiring me to continue these episodes i really really love sharing with all of you and i would love to hear what you have to say i welcome your comments your feedback what do you want me to talk about in season two season two will be dropping in the fall so make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can be aware when it's back live I wish you a beautiful summer. You can always re-listen to my past episodes to get the most out of these mindset shifts. And I look forward to coming back season two with some brand new episodes. Until then, keep following your heart and living your best life.